0: Alright, Cast here, episode uh, 39, Protector of the Inns, 39, Willie Parker episode, uh, what up, and with me I have a very special guest here, Uh, Chucky Nugget has returned, what up Chucky Nugget, how you doing?
1: What's up, the prodigal son has returned
0: Oh he has returned in a big way, um you know, for all you, uh, Kanye enthusiasts, this is, uh, it's gonna be pretty much all Kanye. This is the Kanye special. This is the Kanye special because, uh, the dude's returned to Twitter and I believe yeah, since he's way. returned to Twitter, what, like two weeks ago? Yeah. It seems like, <laughs> I think two weeks ago he returned to Twitter.
1: Chaos has just descended on. So yeah, the,
0: it's, uh, he's already tweeted tweeting, He just uh, tweeting, he's still tweeting. 30 he's 30. tweeted 333 tweets since he's returned and, uh. Yeah, I think he follows three people. Oh, he follows three people now. Oh, three people. Candace oh. Owens, uh, mm-hmm. right-wing lady, uh, Emma Gonzalez, and Kim Kardashian. So, the good news is he follows uh, three very strong women. Yeah,
1: it's true. He only follows women. So, I mean,
0: you know, progressive, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, maybe
1: we should be re-examining this.
0: <laughs> Eli with the drip. I don't know what this means.
1: I don't know what half this shit means. Like, did you see, like, earlier today... Uh, we're recording this on Monday. Did you see earlier today, he was like posting, or right? it was yesterday, he's like posting clay squares? Like, what oh yeah, the, what I, was was thinking, that?
0: <laughs> I was thinking. I was thinking, that reminded me of Zoolander. He's like, he's building his school for ants. <laughs> yeah. That might. Yeah, I don't know. Center for going on. ants. I bet you. Remember when he said he loved Zoolander yeah. and he like shout out Will Farrell and them? That was probably yeah. like his Zoolander. You know, he's got that childlike. Yeah. It's all about that childlike uh, play. You know what I mean?
1: Well, do you think he sees Zoolander as like a, like a parody or do you think he sees it as like an actually like, inspirational film? He's like, this is just <laughs> what it's like. Because like, I, I think you definitely make the argument that there's like <sighs> Kanye qualities in Ben Stiller's character. Uh, they're both kind of just like
0: yeah, out streamers, there. Just but yeah. But yeah. Very yeah. Stupid they're sometimes. totally egotistical and not just totally in their own like world, but then when you try to I bet you if you try to have any like Kanye just do something regular, he would just be very bad. Yeah, at exactly. It. And yeah. he would just start getting very upset. Yeah. Like Kanye was kinda of one of those dudes. Like how Derek Zoolander was kinda of like, you know, he wanted to go back into the mines and tried mining and he just couldn't yeah. do it. It's like yeah. if you just had Kanye just do some that's like that's like the equivalent of throwing Kanye who was in the fashion, like in the gap, like trying to have him here yeah, deal drugs, trying exactly. to do this and Kanye would just be like, you He can't
1: do it, yeah. His his talents are very uh i guess out there and specialized
0: i think he's i think he's messing with everybody to promote the album
1: all right so do you think that's like that's the jumping off point what's going on with this
0: i think that's part of it but i don't know when i saw the tweet where he wasn't aware of how the two parties have evolved
1: all right so i guess just elephant in the room if you haven't heard kanye came out like last week i mean it's been a fucking rush but like <laughs> he came out as like a trump not a trump supporter because that's an important difference he's not a trump supporter he loves trump
0: oh he loves trump yeah he
1: does i don't think he's ever been on record saying he supports trump he just says he loves trump
0: Well, we say he love everybody yeah
1: exactly and i guess the idea with this whole oh man i just love everybody kind of thing is i i think there's a distinction between love and support and i feel like once you wear the make america great again hat I don't think that's just respecting someone's differences. I think that's you embracing and
0: yeah. yeah oh, I um, cringed when I saw the it. hat. When you put on that hat, I was like, "Oh yeah. my god!" And, like I could, I could get up saying, "I love Trump. I know he's fucked up, but I love him." Yeah, I could, I could get that, but putting on the hat seemed to be uh, a different it's just territory. overkill. It's
1: and that's kind of what you were saying earlier about like the idea that is this all just for the album rollout, like. Is, does he actually even believe any of this shit or is he just trying to provoke people? And I'll be honest, I'm getting fucking sick of this, like, just provoking people for the sake of provoking people. Like, I think the world of Kanye is, I'm just going to say crazy shit because I'm so far removed from reality and society. You know, I live in, like, Hidden Hills
0: or whatever. The hell yeah, he lives in He, lives. he yeah. lives, like, everybody, his next-door neighbors are, like, superstars. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean?
1: And I just, I, I, I think, to me, it's kind of offensive that... Uh, I mean, he has no stake in this. He has no horse in the race, so to speak. He can just say he loves Trump and not realize that by saying that and by supporting someone like Trump, some people, and whether or not you agree with this, some people feel legitimately threatened by Trump. So for him just to treat it like a game, like, oh, I'm just going to say that. Well, they both seem to do that, too. That's
0: two commonalities between Trump and Khan. They both seem to treat all this as, like, a game. Yeah, exactly. It's like some fucked up game. I feel like maybe... You know, with Trump, like a lot of his supporters, a huge chunk of his supporters are racist. They're just yeah. straight up like the worst people. Whether Trump is that guy, I mean, just seeing the people that he's around, yeah, it's like maybe not so because he's like a New Yorker kind of. You know what I mean? He's yeah. kind of grown up in that cosmopolitan environment. Mm-hmm. But it's like a lot of his supporters, like down south in Alabama, they love them, and those were yeah. the same psychos that well, like you know they wanted, they voted for Roy Moore, but thank God he didn't win. And you know?
1: I, I and I think you have to re-examine yourself if. Even if Trump's policies aren't necessarily racist, or Trump isn't racist, which I don't know, debatable. I think the fact that your platform and your stance attracts racists and encourages racists to support you and do things in your name. I yeah, he never problem. comes out.
0: He never comes out and be like, "I can't stand racists. Just get the fuck away." Like he's never t- yeah, tweeted out anything like he's like a douche to everybody yeah. else, but he doesn't do that to like his own. Yeah. I know, but maybe that's because he knows, like that's like his base of support. Cause, I like, yeah, yeah, because the second he does that, then he's on an island. He's kind of like in a separate entity where neither party supports him. Yeah, but I think the bad thing about all this is, and it's just I'm just looking at trying to look at things just like from the middle at this point. I don't know how they're gonna get rid of this guy. Trump? Yeah, I just don't uh, see. I just don't see anything happening uh, where like impeachment. I don't think will happen. I think Mueller. I think whoever the special counselor is, Mueller. Whatever case he proposes, the Republicans—they're not going to do that. They're not going to backtrack because they would have done it already. Yeah. And then by by the time if the Democrats win the House and the Senate in the fall, you know, I just I just don't see them doing anything. I mm-hmm. just think they they think like, oh, if we can have Trump linger on and stay until 2020, we can win. But I think that's a bad thing because I think I don't know who do you come up to bat to beat this guy? Like, yeah. do you know anybody mm-hmm. right now that can beat this guy? No. Exactly. That's, that's like, the it's issue terrifying. Is-
1: if you try to play the game by like traditional rules you're going to get Exactly, I'm over saying he I'm saying play by traditional Exactly.
0: Roles. I'm tra- I'm saying like they need to get somebody that's kind of like a jackass to run but like and like for like liberal ideas, like yeah. someone that isn't afraid to swear, maybe be just a bit off color, yeah. just a bit. But, you know, I feel I kind of have like this weird feeling that Hillary might give it another shot. And that I have a gut <laughs> feeling that she's going to give it another shot.
1: And that will be this second biggest mistake of her career the first is running the first time like i just what against obama no against trump sorry uh Uh, yeah i forgot she ran like three times yeah
0: she's run like a bunch of times Um,
1: but yeah i i mean i can't comment too much on the inner workings of the the trump political uh policies and stance but (laughs) i will just say that i i have a problem with the fact that so many racists support Trump. And if you're, again, if your ideologies and your stances are overlapping with racists, whether or not you're racist, I think you need to kind of examine what's going on. Yeah, There's just, obviously some kind of issue. And that's just, that's my issue with Kanye. It's like, you, you say like, Kanye says, you know, oh, you just love people even if you disagree with them. Which is, I think the point he's trying to come across, right, is. Yeah,
0: I think he just, I think he did it because he wanted to be, well, I think just the new album coming out and everything, yeah. I think he wanted to just make a bold, polarizing yeah. stance. And what's more bold and polarizing than Kanye West, the guy, you know, who's pushed all these, you know, liberal causes, yeah. you know, in support of minorities and support of black people all these years? Like his whole career, like yeah. you could just trace it line yeah, after his dad's line. a black panther. Exactly. Yeah, like his. Just everything from his song, like, even all the way through, like, to Jesus yeah. and to, like, Life of Pablo. Like, each album has always had him, like, commenting on those issues. Yeah,
1: struggles. And that's why I think, whether or not he realizes it, I know as a celebrity he doesn't owe anyone anything. But he should have at least some self-reflection that there are people who don't have the voice he does, who depend on him, and who need him to speak out on issues. And the fact that he's so far removed from this now and just treats this whole idea of supporting Trump as like almost like a a viral or like a PR okay. stunt. Yeah. It's just kind of it's it's kind of twisted because it's just again, it's not cool to take these people who looked up to you and just make them feel bad because you wanna make some kind of statement. He, Kanye could have picked any person to say, I love this person, I love that person. But there's a definitely an intentional thing by saying he loves Trump, right? And I just think that's weird because it's like, why are you specifying Trump? Is it because those ideologies are so far removed from your own that you don't, that you just want to clarify how much you love people? Or are you picking Trump because you know it gets people worked up?
0: I think, I think it's why he's done it. And I think I can name an example, but I don't think it's, may not be the best, but you know, Neil Young, people like, the oldies love Neil Young. And I think, uh, you know... There was a time when Neil Young was kind of like a countercultural figure. Like he would sing about, you know, invading, you know, like he would just sing about like American Indians and stuff like that in his support. Like, yeah. Yeah. And then I think in the eighties he took like a stance in some ways that was kind of pro Reagan. Mm -hmm. And then people didn't like him for that. Like his own fan base didn't like him for that. But then he kinda seemed to shift gears like again over the years. So I think with any artist or like when Bob Dylan I think he went um he was like born again for a period and they didn't like that because he was kind of this secular you know liberal rights icon so i think maybe this is kanye's you know maybe this is kanye's version of that just on a very you know much bigger and inflated scale obviously because the guy's a superstar like he's not maybe he's past his commercials peak but he's still like a voice that people pay attention to obviously and then no matter how I, i hate when people act like you know, like Kanye just doesn't matter. It's like, Ooh, shut up, Kanye. It's just yeah. I mean, you know. he's an
1: important voice. I mean, like when yeah, you came like back on Twitter, it felt like the the world stood still. For <laughs> it's like, what's going on? What's he gonna do? And
0: I he's just like new album. Yeah, collab album.
1: I I will also say, this was even before this whole Trump this controversy. I I think this is the first Kanye album I've not been looking forward to. I'm not really interested. Are you
0: ner- you nervous about it?
1: Yeah, because I feel...
0: When I heard that Lift Yourself Up, that, that it was talking about, like, Liberty and stuff yeah. like that, I kind of think, oh, Jesus, is Kanye going to go to, like, hilarious this real oh, yeah, bad, like, yeah. country, like you know what i mean just kind of like well this, did you know that this was, toby keith ask yeah. you know is he just gonna i
1: mean fun fact that was the original idea behind uh, life of pablo too was if you remember he said it was gonna be cookout music
0: <laughs>
1: i i can't think of anything further from what i described life of pablo as as cookout music but that was the original idea so those songs like four or five seconds and only one were supposed to be like the uh i guess like the lead singles and like show the tone of the album and obviously it shifted gears completely but i i just my issue is it seems that all of the things that i have issues with life of pablo i i don't think it's controversial maybe it is controversial to say life of pablo is his weakest album
0: um yeah. well, i think a lot of people would say i don't i think i've talked about this with um oh geez Who was fucking guest last week i fucking forget christian, christian yeah christian ferrara oh man Right, right for there. I said last week, I believe, on there that it had like eight or not like it had like seven or eight good songs. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it, like the su- it didn't feel greater than like the sum yes. of those parts That's because very there were like twenty me. tracks. Yeah. It's sh- there probably should have been just twelve. Yeah, to be I honest. Know, yeah. Because like that, but then he had like bits like Silver Surfer.
1: <laughs> yeah, which is just the waste of everyone's time and energy, and it just
0: to have skits at this point. Yeah, oh, yeah. I just,
1: i I just again, my issue with a lot of Life of Pablo seems to still exist in this new Kanye era. Like all the stupid shit that he was doing that I didn't like in Life of Pablo, like the messiness of the rollouts. This the I honestly to the point where I don't understand this idea that like gets spread around a lot that Kanye is a perfectionist. Because I would disagree with that significantly if lift yourself <laughs> is like any like indication like maybe
0: for maybe there was a time where he was a perfect yeah. but it just seems like at this point he's just like I just, maybe just, i feel like he's just trolling the fans yeah. i think he's just fucking with them
1: yeah because I'd, I'd argue since Jesus, maybe even like hints of it in dark Twisted of fantasy a lot of those songs feel like demos they feel incomplete like he'll just like kind of mumble lyrics or lines and it's just kind of like you can tell because i mean there there's been examples of like his demo tracks leaking unfinished demo tracks and what he just kind of does is he just kind of like mumbles the melody or the rhythm to the song and then comes up with lyrics later but then a lot of finalized tracks he it's still there like he'll just kind of like mumble lines or things and it's just like he didn't figure out what to put what there. would it's example kinda,
0: of like mumbled lines be just
1: uh,
0: from like the dark twisted fantasy out. would it be like runaway yeah when I it's not
1: even towards the end it's like during the bridge when he's like Run away from me, run away. Like, he, he mumbles these lines. Yeah, exactly. Like that. Yeah, it's...
0: Well, I think he meant to say, I think he meant to say, Did it didn't mean to get crazy. I don't know. Yeah, but that's what I'm but saying. We just didn't finish it. Yeah, yeah it's and... like he forgot to finish that. Yeah, or he I'm just like... didn't
1: care. And that's not to say Runaway is a bad... Like, Runaway is one of crazy. his best, or maybe his best song. Yeah. But it just feels weird that there's this, like, narrative that Kanye is a perfectionist when I would argue that his output recently has been sloppy. And people say it's an intentional like vibe, like it's the style, like life of Pablo is supposed to be like, messy. But this, the songs he's been releasing like now really are the, the exact messier. same bullshit. Like
0: I like the I'm I'm gonna break this down now. Just break down the lyrics here for me. Um, when he goes uh, poopity scoop, scoop diddy whoop, whoop Dee scoop whoop, Dee poop, poop the scoopity <laughs> scoopity whoop, whoopity scoop, whoop poop poop diddy whoop scoop, poop poop scoop diddy whoop, whoop diddy scoop, whoop diddy scoop poop. Now what does that mean? It goes hard. You know?
1: uh that's what these bars yeah i i mean even with my issues with Kanye, i thought it was like the funniest fucking thing on the planet i cannot believe this actually happened
0: so is that that was his response to ebro Ebro,
1: yes to clear up some confusion (laughs) which (laughs) is
0: it just him being addicted yeah Yeah. well
1: i think this is i i read this and i think this is a really funny theory if it's true i i I morally am kind of like about it but there's a theory that the idea was Kanye's. is you know talking about trump and all these trump supporters latch onto him you know people who used to call him like racial slurs and call him this obnoxious asshole now that he's supporting trump people are like actually he is a creative genius like just because he supports trump you know yeah and then they probably never heard a kanye song beforehand but because he's batting for their team they're like super into it so the first new song he releases is literally just stupid like (laughs) nonsense and they're just like they were essentially just got trolled by it.
0: I They're think it's just like... I think it's just Kanye being Kanye. I think he really, you know, he says I'm thankful for my fan- fans. I'm grateful for them. I, I don't think he is. I think he mm-hmm. just sort of is just. You're gonna like this shit. Like he says on every song, it's just like, you know, he'll give us what we want. It may not. He'll yeah, give us what, what we, we need. need and yes. may ma- it may not. It may not be want, what yes. what we want. So he just does that on every album. Like I've yeah. been listening to like old Kanye stuff, and he's still literally like just the same person. Mm-hmm. How about when he posted that image of the the doctor that. Did that operation on his mom he's like this is going to be the cover for this i felt like oh geez
1: i that was pretty hardcore and i don't know if you read the open letter that the doctor said but it was please do not put me on the album cover for some reason he doesn't want to be associated with it um but i mean i he limit, just feels daring. yeah it's daring it's like the using it as the album cover i would say very shocking and maybe even more provocative than life of pablo's cover which in itself is just a crazy Iconic masterpiece, but,
0: but you you think it's a masterpiece. I cover. think a Life of
1: Pablo cover is awesome, just because even now it still just gets repurposed and reappropriated in so many like different ways, and
0: I don't know. I think that's kind like of the the Dra- kinda like the like the Drake's uh, like the Drake uh, views. cover yeah. Taylor Swift, her new album was like based off that Life of Pablo yeah. cover a bit. I yeah, I I, just, I think it's
1: genius. In the <laughs> I
0: just
1: love. Yeah, I just think it's it's, a, it's about what Kanye is it, about. It's just it's... it's about
0: ass and yeah. uh, you know family in the church.
1: Yeah, it's weird, it's stupid, but, like, it's memorable, and, like, what more could you really ask for an album cover? I mean, like, maybe we're jumping ahead
0: of ourselves here. It reminds, me of, like, in, it reminds me of, like, In Rainbows, Yeah. right? The radio cover, a But, see, bit. I
1: feel like you look at the In Rainbows cover, and it's cool. Like, if cover cover's not cool, it's weird, and, like, I don't and know. just know, that like, orange collar. it's, like, Yeah, you're just kind of, like, I feel like it draws such a strong... I, I yeah, get what you're saying rainbows, now, looking at, like, yeah. the text... But, like, yeah. I think orange is such, like, an unappealing it is, color. I like the yeah.
0: orange there, too. I mean, like, in two different ways. Yeah.
1: I and mean, I feel like the light of poly- It's just the orange is so gross and gaudy in <laughs> the way it's assembled. It literally looks like it was, like, made on Microsoft Word. Like, it was, like, he was in, like, fifth grade computer class, and he just made, like, Word art and just put it on top of him. And it's cool. I mean, like, again, like, it's memorable. And, I mean, maybe we're jumping ahead, or I'm jumping ahead of myself, but, like, uh, the Yeezus cover, too... Look at Post Malone's new album. It's a fucking ripoff. Like you can't tell me that the Beer Bongs and Bentley cover did not, in some way, take some inspiration from the Yeezus cover. Beer Bongs
0: and Bentleys, or is it Bentleys and Beer Pie? I don't know. I'm looking it up. Yeah, it kind of is. You just see like yeah. the CD there, and it just it's B and B. Beer it, Bongs and Bentley. Yeah, it's kind of it's similar.
1: It's on the same wave, I think.
0: Yeah you listen to new post malone
1: um i listened to like four or five songs from it and they all just they sound the same i don't know i maybe
0: i'm just not getting it but all his songs sound the i like same i thing. like a lot of his singles i, I, I don't so mind I it's, it i don't mind his singles i don't get it i just i feel like post malone's kind of picked up a little bit where eminem left off you know like eminem yeah. just totally went to just down the shitter and like post malone's kind of like the new like the new like white rapper for like yeah. all of America, it seems. Well, would like, you
1: consider Post Malone a rapper?
0: Mm. That's the thing. Know, like, if we're not
1: considering someone like Chris Brown as a rapper, like Post
0: Malone, what's Malone. what is is he like singer? Or I, singer? I guess like
1: R and I don't know because like I think Blue-eyed is, Soul. Yeah, is he like I a know, heart? Hall, 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 Hall Notes, if, notes may, kind of. Maybe guy, if
0: yeah. maybe if Post Malone did like a cover of Hall of Notes, I think you'd like him a lot more. I
1: probably is true. I would like to see a cover of Hall, of Hall, Hall Notes, notes so, by Posty. I would probably choose. I mean, rich girl is a classic, but I don't know if that really fits his style. Maybe she's gone, or I can't go for that. That seems more like his. I like role. Family Man. I think he. Can family Man, yeah, Family really Man, good. Would be good, yeah. Too.
0: His bark is worse than <laughs> his, his butt, Yeah. I remember seeing, but um. See, so you know, Hall Holland Notes, sound don't know, man, I was legendary. That they sounds legendary, dude. They killed it. They were so chill. Like Daryl Hall was just there, like sixty-five. We're just gonna go through a few eras here, he just like right <laughs> well, into the hits.
1: Did they, I say, did they play the hits and only the hits? Oh, they, that's what I want. They played,
0: yeah, they played like the hits. man. am I'm, I'm glad She's when artists gone and all that.
1: I'm glad when artists who are significantly past their prime. I'm sorry, I don't think there's gonna be a New Hollow Notes like hit single, but like yeah. artists <laughs> who are who are significantly past their prime. I like when they realize that kids and young adults who go to their shows aren't looking for their new material and they just kind of accept it for what it is like oh we're a legacy act they want to hear the hits we'll give them the hits like
0: i that's what uh that's what happened with uh, lionel richie at bonnaroo like lionel richie went he played all of his hits and i was yeah. like i didn't really know lionel but i've heard the songs yeah. before you know what i mean like yeah. my mom would play them in the car or something like that I didn't know what they were called, but it's, like, I've heard him from, like, yeah. oh, shit, he did this yeah. song, and then you would just freak out, like, what, and everyone was going nuts.
1: Yeah, it's a good show, and I, I, I think an artist shouldn't have to, I don't think they should bend over backwards for the fans, like, you're an artist, you should do what you want, but I feel like there is some kind of responsibility that if you're having people pay, like, $100 to go to your concert, you should at least a little bit kind of accommodate them, like, Who's really benefiting from you just playing, like, a bunch of music yeah. that
0: no one's heard of? I mean, like, I don't know. I think what, I think what groups like, um, you know, like, you two, great example here. I think usually when they go on tour, they'll play about 20, 22 songs. And it'll be, like, six songs from the new album and, like, 16 hits. Yeah. That's, you know, like, a good mix there. But it's, like... Yeah.
1: Oh, I don't think that you should just, like, not ever play new material. Yeah, but I... I there needs to be a compromise to some degree because people were paying for this. And they they came for obvious reasons. I, um, uh, when Tears for Fears came to, uh, stage AE, I was looking up their set list just to see, cause I'm not like a huge, as I don't think anyone is. I don't think I'm like a huge Tears for Fears fan, but like, I like the hits. And then I saw they don't even play fucking Everybody Wants to Rule the World. And it's like, oh, oh, why would you go you to a Tears that? for Fears concert and not listen to that song? Like not want to hear that song. Like yeah, that's
0: like, that's like an iconic 80s that song. That song
1: rocks. Like that's an awesome song. Um, yeah. And they just don't. Play it anymore? I don't get why.
0: That's like how Jack White's like at his shows too. He never wants to play Seven Nation, Nation Army. Army. Did you
1: hear about that? That like at one show he did not play it.
0: But the fans just yeah. forced them to. The,
1: the lights came on, which is always indicative that like the show is over. There's no encore. Like the lights come back on. But the fans were so relentless that he had to come back on the stage just to play Seven Nation Army.
0: Because they were just so hyped they Yeah, were like, they were so yeah yeah. yeah. And you just mm-hmm. have to like
1: wonder like, is that a fulfilling life like? On the one hand, I can see, like as an artist, like you're so grateful and thankful that like a song resonates with people so much that they like are that into it. But on the other hand, it's like you just kind of feel like like a puppet or like a prostitute. You're just like, oh, I've got to just play this song over and over again because that's what everyone just wants to hear. From I, there'd me. probably
0: be times where if, if there'd probably be times where I'd feel upset about, it, but then it's like I'd realize, look, I've done what you know very few people have. Let's yeah. just create like a timeless song that's probably gonna. You know, stand the test of time. Mm-hmm. Like young people love that song. You go to any sporting event, they play Seven Nation Army, and that's probably going to be played at sporting events yeah. forever because it's just one yeah. of those songs. Yeah, you know? it,
1: it it it's beyond Jack White at this point. Like it's it's just part of the culture. Like Seven Nation Army is just it's the same way that song like. Uh, Isn't like that that's...
0: what you go into it to do? You, like you want to yeah. perform in front of people. You want to offer something to everybody yeah. where like they can appreciate it. It's like you're making money off of it too. Yeah. You know, at the same time, like. But I get where I get it's where it's like after it fulfilling a... after. A certain I get time. yeah, cause it's like as an artist, you're like, oh, can I just do something different? Yeah, exactly. Can I like have like a can you know can people want to listen to fell in love with a girl or something yeah. like that?
1: And you have to think that like artists are playing these songs for years and years and decades. Like, they probably just, at this point, they don't even think about it. They just, like, it's almost, like, muscle memory. They just kind of go through it. There's no, like, passion or thought really put into the songs anymore. It's just, it's just, Seven Nation Army is bigger than Jack White. It's bigger than the concert. That's true. It is.
0: You could just look at the streams. Like, every time, you if you go on a streaming site, you'll just see Seven Nation Army, 400 million players. Yeah. Then the next Jack White song will have, like, 50 million. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? The people that know that would be listening to the alternative radio stations. Mm -hmm. But everyone no matter who you are knows yeah. what Seven Nation Army is
1: which is why I think it's kind of weird not maybe not weird but it, it, when all the festival lineups came out this year for the summer Jack White was like a headliner and he was like top build for a lot of uh, uh, festivals and I had friends who were like who the fuck is Jack White and then you're like Seven Nation Army it's like oh <laughs> it's like
0: yeah and then you go see him and then he doesn't play yeah, exactly and, like, like, what the heck, man?
1: and that's how to say jack white's not like jack white's awesome he's an incredible guitarist and he's an incredible showman but again just man that song just it's it's a cultural phenomenon yep speaking of which do you speaking of like song saying the test of time do you think post malone will stand the test of time because if you asked me like three years ago i would said absolutely not but now i'm kind of like
0: hmm
1: he's kind of like
0: he's catching on he's he's, he's on. his niche he's like he had like he's what he, what he did with um you know white iverson it's it just it had all the signs of what hit. yes one exactly You're like he who is this guy yes. he's and then looking, like he went yeah. away and then he just he thought it was just like a fad and then yeah. like he went away for like a year and then he came out and then he had you know congratulations congratulations and then he had you know rockstar was number one for yeah. like 12 weeks which and was then, very surprising and then us uh, what psychos like Psycho, a new song and that's yeah. charting big. And he's he's been another like Candy Paint. Oh, not? I'm sure all those songs are gonna. Like all those songs are 10, huge. Yeah. yeah, if you look at um, yeah, because that's how it is now. It's like the streaming. Like right when an album comes out, the, right when an album comes out, all those songs they all hit Our like top the top ten, 10 at once, so which is kind of like yeah, I agree. I takes think, the prestige away. I agree. I think they need to reevaluate how
1: they're charting top ten singles or just charting the singles because if an album's big, then every song's gonna chart on it, not because the individual songs are strong, but just because the overall is like, popular. Yeah, that I'm sure... seems not... There's a reason why there's two separate charts, one for albums and one for songs. If the yeah. song chart's just a reflection of the top albums, it just kind of seems like missing the point of separating the two categories. Yeah,
0: it's like how... You know, I'm sure back when the Beatles were releasing albums, every Beatles song would have been in the top 100 for that week. You know what I mean? And it would have been reported more. But now it's it just seems Drake comes out. It's like it just seems to be kind of ridiculous. Like 20 songs Mm. in the top 100. You know what I mean? The bottom half of, like the bottom, you know, 20. You know, from like 80 to like 100. There's like 15 Drake songs.
1: It blows my mind. Like again, I guess we're uh, the streaming culture. This is the uh, callback episode. The one we talked last time about Drake and how like. He was big, but it didn't feel like he was like over encompassing. But like now, like Drake runs music. He doesn't just run hip hop. He doesn't just run pop. He runs music now. Like a Drake song. Yeah, a Drake song than goes number. Song. A
0: Drake song goes number one. Like right off the bat. Yeah. Now and it 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 seemed like it took him like the longest. To yeah, get exactly. There before he had that first number one. Like he had all these top ten hits, top five hits, number one hits. But now it seems. I don't know. I guess um. It took uh. What was that song? One, one dance. dance. One Dance, dance kind of just, like, kicked the door. Yeah, now
1: he can literally release anything, and it goes number one. Like, remember when uh, Hotline Bling came out, and it did yeah, not, not, it was no, not that, number that should, one. That should have been
0: number one. I know. And I think that's the last, and I'm not going to lie, Hotline Bling, to me, it just seems like that's, like, the last, like, that's the peak Drake. That's, peak like, Drake. one of the last great Drake songs. I like One Dance, too. Um, I don't mind One Dance. I kind of, I like it. But Hotline Bling that's just that's, a classic. The video classic. and all that is classic. If that's classic, yeah. that's like what Drake's going to be known for Hotline. Yeah, Bling. I would say if Drake's legacy is
1: Hotline Bling, then I am okay with that. That that is a good legacy to have. But yeah, I mean his new songs like God's Plan, I it's not that it's number 1 that baffles me. It's the fact that it has such legs, like it was number 1 for like almost a record-breaking amount of weeks. God's and plan. It, yeah, and then it got broken by another Drake song. Like it another Drake song replaced it as number one. But like, it's not like God's plan is like that. Like weird or different or like unique of a song. It's literally he it just sounds like a Drake filler song. Holy
0: crap! Yeah, you're right. God's plan was number one from like February third all the way through mid April, yeah. and then nice for what? So yeah, it yeah Drake does run music. Drake does pretty point. much run it.
1: But it's weird because it's like God's plan to me is. Just it feels like a filler drake song it doesn't feel like this big massive hit but it is and you know why still- drake
0: you know why drake runs music i drake really doesn't have like a political stint you know what i yeah. mean and yeah, like you probably assume you yeah. probably assume that he would lean like to the left but he doesn't let that be known yeah. it's like that he has like the canadian thing locked yeah. he has the canadian thing locked down point canada's friendly everyone loves canada yeah you know what i mean Nice like, anybody around the world thinks of Canada, oh, Canada, nice people. United States, it's different. Like, yeah. it's much more polarized of a view that you have of, like, the U.S. or any other. But Canada, everyone loves Canada. Drake is Canada. You know oh, yeah, I mean? for sure. And I want to go to Canada. Yeah, Canada's be a good cool. time. Canada's nice. They got nice, you know, mountains and uh, glaciers. Boy, yeah. The
1: culture is really nice, too. Yeah. yeah, very nice people. But, um, yeah, I, I mean, I guess if you really want to make... Do you, do you think J. Cole is still top three? Like, with the top three being... Drake number one, obviously. I feel and like Drake, J. if Cole. I
0: feel like if J Cole didn't exist, like in music, I think it really wouldn't make. I feel like J Cole kind of <laughs> copies. Make a I feel like J Cole kind of copies like a style at a time. Yes. Like his first album came out, and he, you know, he sampled that Kanye beat. Yeah, for, um, which is workout. an awesome song. It's Fuck a great it. song. It's it a is great an song. incredible song. My favorite
1: J Cole
0: song. Yeah, exactly. But. You know, it's like you need a Kanye... He's, that was kind of like his Kanye-inspired... You know, he kind of wanted to make like a college dropout yeah. sort of album. Yes. But like this new album seems to be inspired like, heavily damn. by like Kendrick. Yeah, yeah it seems to be real Kendrick like, experience. Yeah. But what was... um. That Forest Hills Drive, he had no features on it. Yeah. But that's what it seems to be known for more. It's like, oh, but but he had no features.
1: It's to the point where it's like a gimmick almost. Yeah. It's like, but no
0: features. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. It became a meme. Yeah. That became a meme with the no features. It's like I've listened to. It. I guess it's what? It's like adolescent rap. It's about yeah. him sort of like. I mean, I think Forest. Th- th- yeah, I haven't. Se- I mean,
1: Forest Hills Drive, I think it's a pretty good album. Like, I I would never like say it's like goes in the canon as like the greatest hip hop albums of all time. But like, it's a good album. But like, he's just lost me, and it has nothing to do with. I feel like I'm intelligent enough to listen to J. Cole, so don't throw at me that I'm not I'm not smart enough to get J. Cole. I am smart enough to get J. Cole. <laughs> I just have an issue with the musical side of it. It's boring. It's I think like, he
0: is boring. I think that's why yeah. I don't pay attention as much. And I, is, Drake, is J. Cole top three? I think there was a time where he kind yeah. of was there. But it's like, top three now, you'd have to say it'd be Kendrick. Yeah. It'd be Drake. Definitely like their top two. Yeah. Then Kanye's somewhere in there. Maybe not as... <laughs> well, maybe you're talking about hit singles yeah right? well
1: I, I i think the top three discussion more goes into the idea of like j cole drake and kendrick all kind of came up together at the same time Ah, uh, yeah yeah. so it yeah i kind of felt like they were like the like the leaders of the new school which is now kind of the old school like if you're you're mac millers and your tyler creators and stuff like that it kind of felt like those three were the like the future <laughs> yeah but what's the thing is nowadays i feel like it's so overcrowded where like on the one hand i could see I mean Drake and Kendrick are definitely one and two. That to me is a no brainer. But you could argue Migos is number three. Right now. Yeah, yeah. you could argue Post Malone's number three if you want to say he's a rapper. I'd even say Future has like a spot in that. Like, Dude, top Future
0: three. Future like, you know, his his stuff bumps. I know Future's polarizing for a lot of people, but Future got good beats. Like whoever yeah. he picks to make his beats, I don't know, they're interesting to me. You we may need, are you not a big future guy?
1: We need to fuse J. Cole and Future together and then <laughs> we will have an incredible artist. The the things that j cole lacks future as and the things that yeah future, future just lacks, got cole, great Future
0: yeah. got great beats exactly He has a good ear
1: for melody and he's uh he's got great beats but it's so insubstantial
0: what he says yeah, yeah it's, and
1: i don't have an issue that necessarily but i just think that like it could be more like i feel like future's all just further. it it's just about the beat yeah. and it's just like we're going for it here yeah. like and we I, just don't care <laughs> and i think that's the awesome part about kendrick is that like it's literally best of both worlds like Smart, self aware guy, but also just fun music. Like it's fun to listen to at parties. It's not gonna like fucking kill. Yeah, the people mood. like yeah. jerk. Yeah, people have fun with Kendrick, but it, like it's not like compromising or anything. Um, but yeah, hell no, man. Jay Cool, I Good I kid. was really excited for the album. I not even gonna lie, I like listened to it when it came out, like exactly midnight. The cover looked cool. Like the idea seemed cool enough, and then it was like there's probably something new here. Like the cover is so fucking wacky in color i don't know it looked cool
0: i only listened to a few songs on that album and, and i just i don't know I just, couldn't, just couldn't keep my attention
1: it just every song just there's no like musical elements it's just the same trap drum beat over and over again as J. cole just kind of rants and raves for four minutes which again if you're into that that is awesome but i just can't get behind it it's just it's missing an element of music to me it's missing the music aspect of it so. what
0: about um what about cardi b man Cardi B taking over. I, I don't get the hype. You don't get Cardi don't B get hype? hype? You don't get the mm, I, just, I can't even do yeah, it. I, I, I don't You see the one clip of Jimmy Found trying to relate to Cardi B and he just didn't even know. Yeah. Like
1: I I I you have to be careful when you're talking about Cardi B, and I'm just gonna say I feel like there's a lot of things about Cardi B that are more about her as a woman in hip hop than they are about her actual musical talents i i i think that's the truth like i feel like a lot of people like to get behind kari b because she represents a minority in hip-hop that's been overlooked for a long time women rappers but i don't think anything about her is especially special like it kind of just sounds like Nicki minaj like throwaway songs because i mean i think Nicki minaj is a great artist sometimes uh she kind of jumps around a little bit but like I just don't see what makes Cardi B so distinctive as an artist besides the fact that she's a woman. That she's Cardi B. And she's funny, but it has nothing to do with her music. That's, like, her is like, a personality. So I just have to kind of question, like, these review sites who are giving her, like, these high accolades if there's not some kind of political agenda to it.
0: I feel you on that. I think, like, with some of these review sites, there's, like, a bit of a agenda now yeah. like with Rotten Tomatoes like you can't even tr- trust like the sites you get to like Rotten Tomatoes whenever Marvel reaches a movie it's always going to get like yeah. 80 90 score which I- <laughs> and like every time Adam said like even comedy movies I feel like I've mentioned this before on here comedy movies like Adam Sandler he's going to get between yeah. zero to like Thirty percent. Will ferrell get something like in the fifties, sixties, yeah. but then Seth Rogen, it's like this is smart comedy. Yeah. Seth Rogen, it's like they're all pretty much similar, just different styles. Yeah, I agree. They're all a bunch of village idiots. Like Speaking of
1: Marvel, I was actually this is like kind of off topic, but I was just thinking about this yesterday. Is there an example of like a bigger just
0: Franchise. Disaster,
1: well? Is there an example of, like, a bigger disaster and flop than, like, the DC universe? Like, how you know how DC's trying to make their own, like, Marvel equivalent with, like, yeah. Batman super movies? On paper, that should be so much bigger than the Marvel movies. Like, who the fuck is Ant-Man? Who the fuck is the Guardians of the Galaxy? But those movies are huge. Everyone loves them. Meanwhile, there's a fucking movie where Batman fights Superman and it didn't even break, like, a billion dollars. Isn't oh. that nuts? Like, <laughs> how bad are these movies that, like... You have Batman, you have Superman, you have Wonder Woman, you have some of the most... The Joker, you have some of the most famous characters in all of pop culture. Yeah, that,
0: t- that could even make and like you a billion. even make
1: a billion dollars. Meanwhile, like, the fucking Captain America movie makes more than that. Like, <laughs> it's ridiculous. Like, how bad are these movies, like, on paper... I know. It makes no sense, because on paper, because, yeah, those movies should be, like, doing so well. Like, it's not an oversaturation of the market, because those Marvel movies make billions of dollars every time. They get high reviews.
0: Yeah, they kill it.
1: And I would argue that, like, characters like Batman and Superman are so much more famous than the Marvel yeah. cast are. But they can't do it. What is going on?
0: Well, How- they beat the Dark... Well, they... Well, there was already like they've done Batman multiple yeah. times. They did Batman in the '80s through the '90s, yeah. bunch of different Batmans, and they had Christian Bale as Batman for yeah. like the Nolan trilogy. People loved that. Those are awesome, yeah. Those are great. But books. I think trying to do it again, I think with Bat, I think people are Batmaned out, and I think right. people just compare. They compare it to when um michael keaton was batman they compare it to what christian bale was batman i think that people like you know there's only so many times batman could go against joker you know what i mean i
1: guess but then you think about like spider-man too right there's been tons of spider-man remakes and like yeah. the marvel one did pretty all right and like i exactly yeah. mcguire will yeah. always be spider-man oh he is That's Spider-Man. anyone dude
0: anyone that says that he isn't yeah and you're arguing you were facts. born in like 98 yeah. like that doesn't yeah, you know. you're arguing with that. Toby who was even the guy? Who was um? Who was even the guy that was Spider-Man? Andrew Garfield. Andrew Garfield. And now yeah, Tom yeah. Holland,
1: who who gets like acclaim and like people say he does a really good job. Isn't bad. But I believe it. Tobey Maguire yeah, could do it to this yeah, day. He could get in there and kill it. I agree, and I understand those movies may have not aged as well as I'm giving them credit for. Oh yeah, but no. but they're way can, nerdier now. Yeah, you cannot ask for a better cast of characters than they had for the first like, or cast of actors than you had for the first like trilogy, like. Jay, or James Franco is Harry Osborne, like he nails it there. Kirsten yeah. Dunst is Mary Jane, like it.
0: Casting there is pretty.
1: The casting it saves those movies. I'd argue, like even to this day,
0: Doc Ock, dude. Yeah, Doc exactly. Ock. But, Doc Ock. Spider Man Two was the shit. I yeah. love Spider Man Two. Doc Ock friend. was the best, like best villain. I just don't... how he died with just all his, you know, yeah. tentacles out, robot tentacles out, and he just sunk in there, like after Spider Man whooped his Fantastic. ass. And then William Dafoe as Green Goblin. Oh, yeah, that's great. So many great Yeah, the, cast, yeah. the casting is good. Yeah. I, mean, I like, th- three's like just hilarious. Three's funny. Three is just, yeah, Venom. Like they, yeah. like he's against three villains, right? He's against Harry Osborn, Venom, yeah. and then Sandman appears. <laughs> Sandman's played by the guy, I don't know if you've seen this movie, but it's called, um, it's on HBO all the time. It's called Sideways. You ever see that? Yeah, Paul Giamatti yeah, and yeah, yeah. Thomas H- It's like one of the it's like just a funny like Yeah. you know guys night out yeah. we're just going to be a and be dicks in California yeah. and that's what they did. But like the guy Thomas Hayden Church who played like the douchebag from Sideways, he was in that movie I think as Sandman. That's... But it's like he didn't he didn't really do anything, well, you know what I mean?
1: uh Topher Grace who plays Venom is uh the uh from that 70s show. And He kind of plays just like a I don't know if it's like I haven't watched tons of that 70s show. I've seen a couple episodes, but like I, I think a lot of people are not big fans of the casting of that character. And they're apparently... Uh, who are they remaking it with? They're making a Venom standalone movie this year. Yeah. Which looks like a train wreck. But, yeah.
0: Uh, yeah, I, mean, yeah, I saw his thing. Oh, my gosh. It looks
1: bad. They're, oh,
0: they got Tom Hardy for that.
1: That's impressive, because Tom Hardy is a great actor. So, we'll see how that turns out. But I don't have high hopes.
0: Show Williams in it. But, uh... So, is this for, um yeah, Venom. And yeah. that'll be part of the uh Mar- Marvel Marvel's it's going to be a adjunct. Yeah, Sony's Marvel Universe adjunct to the Marvel Cinematic Universe.
1: Well, what what's interesting and I don't know the exact details about it, but basically the way the Marvel Cinematic Universe worked was—I was reading on like reading Wikipedia all day yesterday about this. I don't know why, but so now like a fucking like. Have you seen a lot of these movies? Not really. Actually, I just like the idea. I think it's really impressive that they're like, like the idea movies. how
0: they've been able to make literally like twenty movies in like the yeah. past six years, and they all like all do guys. well. Yeah, yeah. Like, I saw cool Black
1: Panther. It. That was awesome. But uh, well,
0: the first Black Panther was the
1: shit. Black Panther. It has the same issues I have with every Marvel movie, which is the first half is really good because they introduce the characters and they build these, like, great worlds, right? It's like, the jokes are funny, the the dialogue's clever, the plot is interesting, and then the second half of the movie just becomes, like, out. video game. It just becomes, like, video game shit. Like, it's, like, shooting laser beams at everybody and, like, it's just mindless yeah. accents. like a movie like Black Panther. Killmonger
0: should have won. You yeah. Know? He, he came in there to take that shit, but you knew... Black Panther yeah. was going to Yeah, it's just
1: like I I like the characters more than I like the action. Like a movie like Black Panther, I know it needs to have it, like the action sequences, but like I would've been okay with the movie like there was no like fucking laser beam battles at the end. <laughs> I just thought that was like, oh, come on. And I was like that was like Doctor Strange too, which I saw, which like the first half is really interesting and kind of like explores this world of like magic, and then the second half is just like Yeah. laser beams like <laughs> like shooting dragon ball z like energy like blasts and stuff and it's just kind of like all oh, right that's like
0: with any movie like yeah. with any movie like the first half it starts out real well but then it's like that's what's hard about making a good movie then it just seems to go on too mm-hmm. long or they just you know they're they just add something to it that like makes it dumb like i think uh straight out compton i think first half great movie but mm-hmm. it, you just feel like kind of drags around right. too long and there's just a lot of just like nothing going on Towards, like, the end of the movie.
1: I have that same issue with comedy movies, actually, a lot. Where I think the first half of comedy movies are always really funny. Yeah. But then once you get too acclimated to the world and the way, like, the jokes work, the second half isn't usually funny because they, like... You kind of know what's coming because you, you learn the characters and you learn how they react to things and, like... The, and also because they yeah, have exactly. kind of it's answer, like when yeah. you introduce
0: someone you're like oh what's this gonna, yeah. guy gonna do And then he does something just totally like out of left field yeah, you're like, funny. Oh, yeah probably the hangover movies are yeah. a good example of that it's like they took something great like the first movie was great yeah. and then of course you know you gotta make three right because yeah. the first one the budget was only 30 million made 500 yeah. you know you gotta It'd be make three not to make another yeah yeah you gotta make you know two you gotta make another one you make another one makes a ton of money budgets but we'll do a third and mm-hmm. we'll make a third but by like yeah the second one first one people say is a classic and the second one it's like no one liked it third one no one really liked it yeah. but you still saw it because those because you wanted to see zach Galifianakis yeah. and bradley cooper you want to see bradley cooper good-looking bradley cooper act like a fucking idiot and you just want to see uh zach Galifianakis, you know just be a goofball got a little baby on his chest yeah have a baby uh, on his chest with sunglasses yeah yeah and i i saw
1: the first one and that was about it um But yeah, those comedy movies, and I also think the area part, too, is you have to kind of, like, after a certain point you have to advance the plot along, right? So, like, you can't you have to kind of stop telling jokes and, like, okay these characters actually need to do something, and then just kind of was like, well, this movie isn't like... I I think about the other guys with Will Ferrell and Mark Wahlberg, right? That's who? Yeah, I think that's who was in there. The first half is really funny, but then once it's like alright, these characters need to actually do something, then it becomes kind of like a serious like, action film, and it's like the plot yeah, line it's is like not one of those, strong enough yeah, to, like, like, engage you that way, so it's just kind of like a mediocre movie. Michael
0: Keaton was in that. Yeah, man. Shit. I that was when I, no
1: one was teaming, was on Michael Keaton's team. That yeah, that's when Michael Keaton was kind of like in the out of abyss. Work, yeah. He was in the abyss for a while. Yeah. I'm glad he's had his resurgence.
0: It's kind of... I, I was watching a Marvel movie last night, I think it was Thor Ragnarok mm-hmm. or whatever, and... Uh, Oh, what's it? Jeff Goldblum was in it. Yeah. He was kind of like the head Park. of. Jeff Goldblum, man, all time. He's like a legend. Like, oh, he's, yeah. he's one of those, too. Like he's, he's been in huge, big blockbuster movies. He was in, like, Annie Hall. That was, like, one of his first Jurassic movies. Park? Yeah, Jurassic Park. He um, pretty much
1: made the movie, honestly.
0: Like, yeah. But he's just so weird. Yeah. Like, he's just, like. And he knows what he's doing. It's just Jeff yeah. Goldblum's just in there just to be. He goes, I think this is how he introduced himself to uh, Thor. He just goes, Oh, what up, Kaz? Real <laughs> Pittsburgh? Yeah. Um, what up?
1: Jeff Goldblum, I'd also put uh, Christopher Walken in that category, right? They're both in that same, just yeah. oddball. Nicholas yeah. Cage is also yeah, in that. Yeah, like,
0: they're all a bunch of oddball. Yeah. Would you put Jack Nicholson in that, too? Just kind of like a weirdo. I think Jack Nicholson's I think so, more of like his own category. I think Jack
1: Nicholson's good at playing the weirdo, but I don't know if I'd ever describe him as the weirdo. You know what I mean? Like yeah. When you like watch Nicolas Cage in a movie, it's like, just, just oh, just there's weird. something off about this guy in real life, but Jack Nicholson, he's just Or like Mel Gibson,
0: at, like when Mel yeah. Gibson's in the movie, just act like a fucking weirdo Yeah, and
1: you're like, how much was this in the script, and how much is this kind of like <laughs> Mel Gibson being Mel Gibson, yeah. <laughs> but like, I feel like Jack Nicholson's just good at playing like crazy characters, he's not been, like, has he been anything recently? No, he's too retired old, he's right like eight,
0: yeah, I think the last movie he was really in was Other uh, Departed, and that was like 12 years ago Damn. It's like you look at him now, he's just like an old like Oh yeah. Same <laughs> with Bill Murray. That guy yeah. does not look so high. <laughs> the legend Bill Murray. But um yeah, we didn't talk about it we were talking about Eminem a lot last time. Yeah. Now Eminem is just throwback seemed, episode. Yeah, the throwback episode. Like now uh, we were saying how Eminem doesn't really perform that much. Now he's doing all these festivals yeah, now. The fucking irony that we yeah.
1: were like he performed only really one show and now you can't go to a single festival this summer without Eminem just Headlining the entire. Maybe movie. he knows this is it. Yeah,
0: well, maybe he's trying to get that festival money. He's gonna get yeah. paid. I bet he gets paid a couple million. Right? Oh, there's no way he's not. Like, but, what do you think? Like three million a festival at least. Yeah, and he's gonna do like what? Like ten of these. Like yeah. he's gonna, you know. I'm sure he's just secure. Got to take yeah. care. Got to take care of Haley. You know.
1: Yeah, exactly. But I just wonder if. uh Well, <laughs> did you ever hear about Haley? I forget. I think his Machine Gun Kelly. One time, like. Cause Haley Jade uh, Scholar, whatever her name is, is like she's like our age, right?
0: Yeah, she's like yeah. in college. Yeah,
1: yeah, and she's a she's a cutie. Yeah, uh, and was she uh, with like
0: Machine Gun Kelly. Well, no, they, she
1: posted like a picture on Instagram of of her or something, and Machine Gun Kelly like was like flirting with her, or, like hit on yeah. her, like <laughs> on Instagram. And apparently, like Eminem just like blackballed him from all like musical like outlets, like shows and stuff. Like Eminem's not playing around. Like you don't fuck with his daughter. You, you, his daughter is like off limits to That's all true. rappers. You haven't heard.
0: You haven't heard of uh, Machine Gun Kelly. Yeah,
1: I don't know how long ago that was, but it was like, it was
0: crazy. This weird, album isn't... Bloom came out by yeah. Machine Gun Kelly. It was. uh... I didn't even really heard yeah. heard about it.
1: But uh, yeah, no, the Eminem, the other Eminem thing we we're talking about that again, I think we were wrong on was that no matter what happens, like Eminem's a legend. Like his albums mm. will, even if his albums suck from now on he will always be remembered as a legend. I don't know. <laughs> Something's happening with this because that last album wasn't just bad.
0: I couldn't even listen to the It was really bad. To the point there where... There was just no, like, focus on yeah. anything. I feel like he's... it. There's I, He's definitely run out of things to rap about and then, like, trying to cling for, like, that spotlight again. He goes, and he's dissing Trump. Just, you know, like everyone's everyone's dissing Trump, yeah. you know what I mean? It's like, what do you, What more do you have to add to that conversation? Yeah,
1: exactly. It's not like he's adding anything interesting or like, uh, I don't know, he's not adding anything of value to the, the fuck Trump movement. He's just kind of like saying like, I hate Trump too. He's literally a Nazi. And it's like, all right, that's not constructive. And that doesn't really like address the real issue. And I just, <laughs> I, I there's an interview with him that he, that he had recently where the, reporter the interviewer who is actually kind of like acting antagonistic towards m and
0: huh. asks
1: him like do you not see that you at one point were like essentially the donald trump of like america like back in the early 2000s yeah yeah like, i remember you were telling me yeah, this in their car yeah because you get like you're... i mean i've said all this awful shit yeah, and all exactly. these horrible
0: stories and his raps and everything yeah, I, it was misogynistic I all this, yeah and it wasn't
1: racist but it was misogynistic and homophobic and it kind of tapped into the same like i think demographic that trump t- taps into now yeah
0: i think it's just like the rural yeah he has like a like eminem back then definitely had like big rural support i think it's like even suburban support you know what i mean those are the yeah. people that fuck with eminem yeah
1: and and then eminem's like nah i'm not the same because my fans know i'm joking and it's like do they like <laughs> you are i think mm- Pulling your fans maybe to a higher standpoint. I think we
0: enjoyed Eminem, and I don't think we, you know, we've enjoyed Eminem's music, and I don't don't, think we've ever, you know, really felt like just, you know uh, what I mean? Like, being horrible. Like, I listened to Chronic by Dr. Dre in the car. I don't know, because it's just good. I just like hearing that shit. It puts you in a mindset. I don't think,
1: I'll just speak for myself. I don't think I was ever, like, intentionally, like, misogynistic or, like, homophobic. But I think there's definitely things that I have said that I probably would choose not to say now. And I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that like I think in the M&M songs in a lot of songs yeah, just call like, people bitches and fact But just how casual like yeah. he was
0: with that. Yeah, I think definitely when you're in high school yeah, you don't, that's, like an impact on you. And you don't realize yeah, how stupid. And, yeah. you don't realize how stupid you're being until you've like grown up, you're like, Oh wait, yeah, like, that's and, dumb.
1: Yeah, exactly. There's there's uh when he was performing at Coachella, someone uh taped the concert and I think it really shows the shift of like the culture of, like, young people from back when Eminem was, like, popular to now, where he performs a criminal from the Marshall Matters LP. And then, at one point in the song, in the original song, he goes, like, "Uh, you can't stop me from dropping a CD every March for these fucking retards. And, like, he (laughs) performs it at uh, Coachella with that line still. And they were booing them. They weren't booing, but you could tell that the room just got dead silent. There. Oh, like, I would have, I would have yeah, been laughing like, if I heard yeah. that. Yeah, you know, <laughs> to be, be like, honest. Oh like... god, yeah, it's like oh god, but yeah, you can tell that like, and it's weird too because again, you <laughs> watch this Coachella for p- performance, and I think we as a generation are so much more PC, and I don't want to say progressive because I it opens the can of worms, but I think we are left leaning more so now than we were in 2000. So yeah, you it's see, definitely, yeah, yeah, yeah. So when you see Eminem come up on stage and perform for like 300,000 people and he's just saying like, I'm going to rape this bitch and like whatever, it's just kind of like. It's like nice. off. I th-
0: yeah, I think it's definitely off putting to like the crowd that like heard it. And I think yeah. that just shows like the. It shows the gap between generations, yeah. how different generations had different expectations of men and women or, yeah. you know, of, you know, just, you know, racially socially culturally yeah. just all those issues
1: and it's like he's performing at like every major music festival so like it's not just like oh the coachella crowds like this way like he will be saying this shit to every single crowd and like i don't know i just can't like especially like, music festivals like bonnaroo which are all about like positivity yeah know, dude like, it's, the, it's it. the hippies i mean that seems yeah. to be like it seems like it might be a death sentence for eminem to just start calling people like like faggots yeah homophobic <laughs> slurs and like calling people retard it honestly i it kind of killed my vibe a little bit if i was like thing but with that being said i don't know eminem still a legend but i think his legacy took definitely a big yeah, it's it's hit. taken
0: somewhat yeah because are- i feel like a type of person like an eminem is like what he represents i think is being just condemned at this point yeah you know what i mean like it's not tolerable Um, like in the America that it's becoming, you yeah. know, what I mean, just this white trash, yeah. you know, sexist, yeah. racist, and you, homophobic, all that stuff.
1: And you can just tell by the attitude of the people who like are going to these festivals specifically. Like, if the Marshall matters LP two was his most recent album, and he was doing the festival tours now, I think like people would be like, "Oh, cool, Eminem is playing." But now everyone's like, "Oh, fucking Eminem in every single show!" Like, yeah, that's what everyone. People was. are pissed off. Like, it's like it's
0: Eminem and the Killers. Yeah. Which, by the way, like what song have the Killers really had in, like the past ten years? I mean, to be honest, yeah, like, it's they, kind that of a Jack first white thing, right? Yeah, that first, yeah, exactly. It's like it's those two thousand four songs yeah. that people love. Yeah. From like these artists. Yeah, I mean,
1: I I mean, in like the setting of a festival, it'd be pretty fucking cool to hear Mr. Brightside, like yeah, everyone be freaking everyone's going, everyone's gonna, to it, gonna
0: yeah. go, everyone's gonna freak out. Yeah, I mean that's cool. Like Killers got like they got three great songs. It's uh. Mr. Brightside, somebody told me, and then when you were young, yeah. right? Those seem to be like those big yes. three, they're big three hits yeah. that just kill the radio. And like you hear it, you, it's like you hear them everywhere now. Like I go out, I'm at, say, like a mall yeah. or like a grocery store or something. Like you hear that over on the intercom. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. it's become like part of, yeah. like what we were saying earlier about Seven Nation Army. It's become like part of like the culture, greater culture. Man. Like what's you're being played, what's you're being played at like a, a grocery store or a yeah, mall, exactly. Walmart, once you're something like that. Music, yeah. Exactly. You're kind of like, yeah, Yeah. It's the background music. A song, back- yeah, dude, you just... Once, once you've become U2, pretty much. Yeah. U2 for people in their 20s and 30s, right? That's yeah. pretty much what the Killers are. Yeah,
1: that's definitely a good comparison. Um, and- Coldplay,
0: too, they're in that yeah. same vein. They're all in that same vein.
1: And the thing about like Coldplay and Killers, though, I'm, I'm sure they'd be honored to be compared to like, U2, because they're kind of just U2 rip-off bands, would you? Not... Oh, yeah, Yeah, dude. would you agree?
0: Oh, yeah, I've, I've said this tons yeah. of times.
1: And then there's, like muse too who
0: it's I've never really listened to muse
1: it's weird what is considered like a we're just all over the fucking place but i know we'll weird. bring it
0: back we'll bring yeah. it we'll bring it all the way back with um Bucking the kanye up. making autism yeah. awareness Month okay. very special
1: excellent but uh it's weird like what the uh what constitutes a headliner at music yeah. festivals these days because i feel like it's partly just like the the culture festivals isn't really like permit new bands to become headliners. Like, like, I just, like, Muse and Arcade Fire, they feel like headliners, but, like, I, I mean, Arcade Fire, is, like, I am a little bit more familiar, but, like, it's not like they have, like, big hits or anything. They're just, exactly, yeah. they're just famous bands.
0: It's weird because you have these bands that they don't, they don't have they don't have a big single. They don't have some like oh I know this this is Arcade Fire like can you really name like a Arcade Fire iconic and iconic Arcade Fire song? I don't wake think up
1: want... or that's really even weird. I don't
0: even I don't know. I've tried to listen to them a couple times. Even I don't wake know up the is songs. an excellent song. All right, I'll have to yeah, wake give it a listen. Wake up is a legendary. But it song. seems like a... it's not like a
1: big hit. I mean, like, it's probably like I would say like their most defining song. But like I don't know if I would ever say like it like took over the radio or anything the way yeah.
0: like
1: some artists' music has.
0: I guess there's still. It just seems to be like rock bands. It seems to be. It seems to be dead or yeah. dying. And I think you could partially, you could partially blame, U2 for that in a way. Do you think? Because Imagine Dragons, they're the most like formulaic, yeah. just boring band, repeating this, you know, whatever yeah. slogan they have over and over again. And that's kind of what U2 sort of became, yeah. in a way, by like 2000 by like 2000 ish. Yeah. Whenever they had their so it's it seems to be. Like, rock music seems to be, like, what else is there to do with this? You know what I mean? It seems to be at that point, what else do we do with this? And then you have, I don't know, like, what other artists? are Like, ex-ambassadors. You know what I mean? Like, they have, they have like, a song you know. What's that? Sale. Like, yeah. you know, you just... Sale. You know what Sail. Sail. I mean? Sail. But it's like, you wouldn't go see them really for anything else. Yeah. Like, it's not like they're good. It's not like Jack White. You know mm-hmm. I mean? I mean, I think rock
1: music in general, It's there's this weird, like, dichotomy with it where... I think that none of the music is particularly, like, lat- it doesn't overtake, like, popular culture in the way it used to. But It's I definitely like, hip-hop. It's like, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's hip-hop, a hip-hop,
0: it's a hip-hop and EDM. Hip-hop yeah, and EDM, hip-hop moral, EDM world, I think that's what it is now. Yeah,
1: but, uh, like, with that being said, I think there's kind of this weird, like, like respect for rock artists more than there is for hip hop artists.
0: So I don't think it's because I don't think it's they seem
1: more legit. Like a rock artist headlining a festival seems more legit than like a, like a rapper. Like, despite the fact that if Future headlined Bonnaroo, I guarantee you everyone there would know like his set and probably be more. Future is bad live, that's yeah. the thing. He's <laughs> yeah. atrocious I think live. Fans are they kind of carry over better live,
0: like rock bits, like yeah. there's like. Kendrick was... Kendrick touring with the band is great. I think it's great if a rapper has, like, a band yeah. behind him. Yeah. If a rapper could get a band and, like, people to yeah, perform around him, it it's really so much better, like, because then at that point, you are the rock star. You're, like, elite singer. Yeah. But when it's just you and your DJ out there, yeah, it's, it's like very difficult. MacBook, very yeah. few people could pull that off unless you're DMX yeah. back in Woodstock 99 uh, when yeah. he had those red overalls on. Yeah. He was just coked out of his mind. Yeah. Now, that... Now, that was legendary, I, but <laughs> very few... Very few people, like, rappers yeah, have been they, able to achieve that. Yeah, they
1: can't carry that, but... I, I, I guess just the point of mean is that, like, an artist's, like, future, I'd argue, is so much more relevant to festival-goers now than, like, someone, like, Muse's, and I don't think that's a controversial opinion, like, I think most festival-goers, like, they probably respect Muse, but I'm not, like, they're not, like, so excited to see Muse, in <laughs> the same way they're, like, I'm so excited to see Brockhampton or something, but, yeah. like, these artists are, like, kind of put on the sidelines, and then, like, meanwhile, they're, like, the rock bands are just kind of seen more as, like, a legitimate form of music and a legitimate way of, like, uh, headlining a festival. So It's,
0: it's weird not like, the DJs go out there, too, and it's just one DJ yeah. there, and people are excited to see them. But I guess I because guess with the DJ comes, like, the light show, and it's just... Yeah. The music is literally made with a heavy bass, and yeah. it's just made to just dance and get fucked. And, like, you know, everyone's just fucked up. Do you know anyway, who our... our
1: this kind of goes into this. You know who our spring concert was this year for school? It was... Young Uh, the Giant. Do you remember Young the Giant? I do not. Young the Giant, if you guys don't know, was a band that was popular in 2010 for like a couple months because... Uh, the the government executives or the music executives were afraid that rock music wasn't cool anymore, so they they made up a band that was like all the rage, like the kids love it, like they had them perform at the Grammys, but no one actually really gave a fuck about them, so they just kind of disappeared. But
0: yeah, and like their their, their reviews weren't yeah, good either. Yeah, exactly. It
1: was like <laughs> it was like in the late two thousands, they were like. Rock's still cool. It needs to be still be cool. We can't let the rappers win. So they were like Young the Giant, Passion Pit, like all these like random like bands. Passion Pit, yeah, I remember. Who Passion to be Pit. be like who were like big for like a year or two because they got this push behind like music executives. Like rock's not dead and it's dead, baby. But uh, so Zed, Young the Giant, dead. Young the Giant was our headliner, and then Aminé was our like supporting artist and it's like I mean, it was more so lit it was, yeah. it was lit for Aminé is so much bigger i mean not that like he's like a big act either but like i would argue more people our age know who he is as opposed to the young the giant but there just seems to be this kind of like legitimacy like oh it's a rock band like they <laughs> better like or they're like more legit but it's like i don't know
0: who like which rock stars out there do you think have just been pushed like rock, like legendary artists that we know have just gotten like that industry push like oh here are these guys you know what uh, i mean but it's i feel like that's hard to you know predict because like once you're kind of like what's what's like a flame kind of starts with like a band anyone wants to push that and try yeah. to have that grow yeah, that's the
1: thing is like what do you define like a like group, like maybe a group. like a
0: fad maybe a group that was just kind of like a fad well, like they tried to force it on you and like, like, industry tried to, like, force it on you. Like, band, like, like artists like from, a like... Band, like, a band, it could be any, like... Well, does I mean, like, era. artists currently
1: or, like, back in the day, because... Maybe back in the day. I think, I think there is, like, a distinct uh, uh, difference because when you say push, you're kind of, like, all record labels are obviously going to try, try to push their artists yeah, they yeah. want to succeed. Exactly, so, yeah.
0: But you're saying, like, similar to <laughs> Young the Giant, like a band yeah. that just totally sucks um, that they were like, oh, this is good, this is cool. Let me think, I mean, I... Maybe the green Heinz ketchup. Yeah, yeah. The green
1: Heinz ketchup is kind of like the young the giant of <laughs> condiments. No one's really fucking with it, but we we ate it up because we didn't know what else to do. I didn't...
0: maybe Sanjaya from like American Iron. Yeah,
1: Sanjaya. <laughs> that, that's a good example. Oh, well, it's hard to say because we're not like we're so far removed from like the '80s and '90s. Yeah, like you,
0: Yeah, you don't remember. Or. You don't remember like the fads back. I'm trying to yeah. think like who was big back like in like 2006. Uh, it was like oh, those big, you know who.
1: Do you remember Energizer? No,
0: I don't. Yeah, you do.
1: The one that goes, I wanna make you move something. Like fi- I forget who they're by. Look it up. You you read the lyrics and you'll remember All right, I'll the see uh you'll remember Energizer from like 2006 It was everywhere. And uh Is it a song? Yeah <laughs> yes. This guy. Yeah. Uh who are who's it by?
0: I don't know, there doesn't seem to be much here. Energizer lyrics? Power Search for America's most advanced Is it, rock band. Isn't that called Energizer? I don't know. <sighs> I thought it was what called... What was the lyrics to it? It's technically it like
1: Energizer it. lyrics. Like, I want to make you move. You definitely I, remember this song, because it was fucking everywhere. Move with
0: confidence, or move because we're standing still. <laughs> Finger 11? Yes. Paralyzer.
1: Paralyzer, that's it. Yeah, Paralyzer. Everyone remembers that song. It was
0: everywhere. Oh, dude, I can't even. If you, no, would, I'll play this. Yeah. I'll play it. Yeah. Cop. I'll copyright. I'll see if
1: we'll, we'll cut this out. Nah, we're not cutting it. Up, <laughs>
0: no. I just want to know what this is.
1: I would say you definitely remember this one.
0: You guessed it. We'll just even play. My internet's been act- my computer's just been acting weird when it comes to playing stuff. YouTube's
1: kind of weird sometimes with this shit.
0: I know it's the it's that fake news.
1: Yeah. They're not <laughs> letting you listen to Finger Eleven. They
0: don't want they don't want us to know about Finger Eleven. Were they on uh they were probably on Guitar Hero. You'd probably get a uh, lot of bands like that on Guitar Hero.
1: I don't think they were on Guitar Hero, but they were uh they were definitely on the X. Like they were
0: like the token <laughs> I have, X. I band. didn't listen to the X back then I I started listening to the radio when, back in like twenty fourteen. When I start when I got a car, when I got my own car and started playing whatever.
1: I still feel like you'd hear this song. Like you you've heard this song, but if it I'll try Spotify. Yeah
0: finger 11 finger 11 just the name of that yeah. off, like that's just an awful name for I, a band
1: finger 11 i'm surprised like i mean obviously i didn't remember the, the title but i'm surprised i even remember that
0: song that was that's weird that's trippy yeah dude i my knee hurts like a motherfucker because i went and ran 12 miles yesterday to get ready for this yeah when freaking this half marathon it's when's the top coming it's not common. I haven't drank in like three weeks. You haven't. Yeah. Oh, I, alcohol. <laughs> That's like water. I like not wa- nah, nah, even. Yeah, yeah. the most essential of thing for America. But uh, it's like it's. Yeah, it's just drinking alcohol is just no good oh, at yeah. all when you're trying to train for something like that. Like even during the week, like you can't. Yeah. It just dehydrates you that much. You wake up, you just get that headache, and it's, it's not a good uh, momentum thing. But uh, finger eleven. Yeah, it should be fun whenever we give it a shot. Paralyzer. So it's forty million plays. Yeah. I'm going to try to hear this. I hope this plays. Ah, wow. oh, okay. I know this. I know this. Yeah, I know baby. that riff. Yeah, yeah. Oh, this is definitely on like Madden or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like no one remembers that.
1: Yeah, but it was pushed as All Get Out. <laughs> um, yeah, because
0: no one knows any of their other songs.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, whatever bands. I, I mean, I don't know if they're pushed necessarily, but they're just kind of like one-hit wonders. Uh, yeah, it's
0: more like one-hit one.
1: Hit wonders. Yeah. Um, Franz Dad too. Uh, take me out. Oh, I know. It's, yeah. Awesome song, but like, I would be surprised if you knew any other France Ferdinand songs. Um, what else is there? Well, speaking of which, I I know you like them, but am I the one who kind of like is confused like where the Arctic Monkeys came from? And I mean this in the sense that when they like when they went on their hiatus like five years ago, four years ago, they,
0: they, were, they were big, but they weren't
1: huge. But now, like, they're back, and it feels like the world's like stopping for the Arctic Monkeys. Like, it just feels like they I got think, really I think big it, over that I think hiatus. it's been
0: like a slow build, yeah, build because they were huge in England, yeah. And when yeah. they first came out, they were huge, but it just never translated into the U.S. Yeah. And I think just, I think the last album, I don't know what it was it about the last album, maybe just their marketing was yeah. better, and they did a bunch of. You know, they did a bunch of smaller venues, like a Stage A.E., but I think um, Do I Want to Know? That was a huge yeah. hit, like, around, you know, on alternative radio everywhere, and I think that's kind of that's kind of pulled them, and I guess, you know, the lead singer's a bit older, you know what I mean? And Yeah. I think with that, you get big it's Like, the girl, younger girls are in them now because it's like he's 30, you know what I mean? You get that age yeah. difference. <laughs> yeah, like Drake Bell. You get that creepy, yeah, you get that creepy Drake Bell, you know, yeah. vibe. Yeah. How about those Drake Bell leaked photos? I knew you were gonna
1: say that and I I won't discuss this any further then. I I'm not shocked. But Drake I Drake Bell sad. needs anything. He yeah, needs exactly. anything. Exactly. You know? Did you ever hear the rumor that Drake Bell was living in like Disneyland for a while? Like, he was homeless and he just lived in Disneyland because... He's weird. Yeah, he's for, weird like, for like, an entire, like, six months, every day, people would be in Disneyland and go, oh, look who I found. He'd post a picture on Instagram, and it was, like, Drake Bell. Every day, he was at <laughs> Disneyland, and people were really confused why he was there so
0: much. Maybe he was just doing, like, a residency there. I mean, he's you know, Nickelodeon, for crappy, baby. For his crappy Yeah, he's Nickelodeon. Songs.
1: Yeah, I just gotta feel bad for Drake.
0: He's, an old. he's old. How old is he, like, 30 now? Yeah. Oh, Josh Pack, Vine star Josh Pack. Yeah.
1: Hey, man, you either uh, die here or live long enough
0: to see yourself become the villain, right? All right. But Shout to, the Drake Bell. This has gone over an hour. But to bring it all back all right. in the loop, uh, you know, Kanye, man, he's made this Autism Awareness Month very special yeah. for us. Because at least we know there's a new album coming out. And I, he said Wyoming would be the location yeah. of, like, one of his... You know, when Yeezys, uh, yeah. multi international, we're feeding people, we're curing diseases.
1: Yeah. Well, what do you think the album's gonna sound like?
0: I really don't know. I'm nervous, dude. I'm afraid he, he does like the, he, he does this thing where it's like he tries to switch over to like this MAGA, you know, country, and it's just bad. Like I feel like he might pull like a Lou Reed and just give us like metal machine mm-hmm. music, just give us nonsense. I mean, because how many more albums? Like he signed he signed a Rockefeller, right? Like how long is that contract? Like, is he trying to get out? I don't think anymore? Rockefeller exists anymore. Not I think, really. I think I think, could... I
1: think Rockefeller like exists just as like a formality. I don't think the company exists. I think it's Rock Nation now.
0: Yeah, and who's all signed a rock? I think isn't J Cole signed a Rock yeah. Nation and Rihanna signed a Rock Nation? Yeah, or did Jay, also... she on her own thing? It's weird because labels like people are under like multiple labels. Yeah, like artists. I also
1: think like rock, Walk the Moon is signed. like there's random artists signed the Rock Nation. There's like some band of that caliber that signed because uh fun fact i was contacted by rock nation so i'm kind of like a a rock nation aficionado i know that's what
0: yeezer does yeah find you
1: it opens those doors and then just immediately shuts them after like a month
0: (laughs) after a month when there's no other buzz yeah when
1: they realize like that's all you're capable of doing (laughs) but uh yeah
0: the rock nation has I i remember seeing belly i got dj mustard J Cole,
1: oh DJ Mustard, that where's that guy then? With the piano, with the one, yeah, trick piano. Yeah, that guy was all over the radio. Now he's just... rhapsody. They got Rihanna.
0: Yeah, they've been a good cast. Willow, is that like Willow Smith? Yep, yeah. they got Willow Smith. It's an all-star okay.
1: lineup. Vic Mensa,
0: what is Vic Mensa been up to? Oh
1: Christ, that guy is off his rocker.
0: Was he just crazy or is
1: he just like? Well, I
0: mean, I got personal
1: beef with him, but yeah, uh... personal beef. Well, yeah, because you've never heard this. He he allegedly and i maybe i shouldn't say this on the thing so i'll just tell you later but okay. there, there's some interesting stuff going on with Vic Mainsa and weezer is all i'll i'll comment on
0: all right i think i think on that note yeah. dude this has gone for over an hour yeah so like when we started doing this we all thought oh maybe we'll get a half hour yeah. but the conversation has been so good yeah we've, we've you been know, all over the place and i'm also alex, alex is always a great talker you know he's always got He's always got great opinions, you know. Thank what I'm you. Saying keeps it rolling. Thank that's what that's what this is all about.
1: Yeah, my uh, my professor, my art professor, uh, when she emailed me my grade, she uh, she said, "Alex, it's been nice having you this semester. I see you as a philosopher," and I was like. I'd really much rather you see me as an artist. Like, I, like, <laughs> thank you, but uh, yeah. I'm going to art school. I'd much rather be seen by my art professor as an artist.
0: But, yeah. Uh, yeah. I think on that now, this this concludes the episode of Stoochcast. Stoogecast. I'm going to check and see if there's any emails. Because, you know, I like to see if I do get... Emails from anybody. I was gonna
1: write you an email uh, a couple weeks ago for the stooge cast. Oh please,
0: I strongly encourage email. It could be about anything, man. It was gonna I always be love uh, a good email.
1: It was gonna be about Call of Duty. It was. Uh, <laughs> it was during, the new Call of
0: Duty coming out. It
1: was. Uh, I mean, this is a whole different topic, so I'll just leave it at that. But uh, I'm yeah, to. it was the week when Brian was on. Uh, you guys were talking about Call of Duty, and I, I had something to say. Talk. I always forget my password. <laughs> I'm nervous. Yeah. TNL.
0: I have, like, three different mail accounts. Uh, it's like a Reddit thing. All right, never
1: mind. Yeah, it's a Reddit
0: thing, baby. It's a Reddit thing, baby. Hey, nothing but a Reddit thing, baby. And on that note, this concludes the 39th Willie Parker episode of the Cast. Alex, thanks again for coming on. Chucky oh, Nugget.
1: No problem. Thanks for having me on.